a Lifetime original podcast. Okay, before we get into this episode, I have to come to you with a beautiful follow-up surprise gift from the gods. And that is our co-host, my sergeant-at-arms, and new mother, Megan Gailey, is here to join us and give us a quick update. Megan! Hi! What if I was just like, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Hi, everybody! Isn't it so sad? No one asked me to do this. I volunteered. I emailed <laughs> last week, fresh from the hospital, and said, I really do think I need to come on and give a state of, <laughs> state of my body. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, well, Megan must be on drugs when she's sending this message. I, I was wish. like, you have a two-day-old human. And I you were wish. like, I'd like to say hi. <laughs> He's over my shoulder right now. I wanted to come on and say one I'm <laughs> alive <laughs> and I mean sometimes I think people are not oh look <laughs> CJ's holding him up like Simba um, so I am alive and also everyone's messages and comments and reaching out were so sweet so funny like truly moved me someone was like I had took Instagram off my phone but I got back on to see if the baby had come like just really so I felt so overwhelmed with love and support and so did um CJ and Conrad and you guys are just really really funny um the <laughs> listeners are fun I've I've got a lactation consultant in New York who's sending me saline solutions I mean the <laughs> lifetime movie it's just really the net is wide the net is yes. wide it is a community it yes. is a true community a sisterhood of all genders mm -hmm. is what I like to call mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. people are really just coming through coming around and you know, it's so funny because people, a couple people even told me congratulations. Oh my God. Because they know I'm invested. Yeah. They know this is my child. I it said, is. I said, my king, my nephew. Yeah. My son is here. So, you know, I'm just glad to know that you are okay, you guys. I do, I will be taking some screenshots, but just to let you know, Megan looks gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> She's here stunning us, like skin clear, eyes bright. I'm like, excuse me. I don't know you about You pushed a human out and there yeah. are stitches on your vagina. How are you looking yeah. so energized? Stitches inside of it. Um, so <laughs> I, I am coming to you live with an adult diaper on. Um, always discreet. It is not discreet. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, and I did have a little lifetime moment in the hospital, you know, so the baby was out and then you switch from like the delivery room down into the room where they don't care about you anymore. Um, Wait, do they make you get up or do they like wheel you somewhere? <laughs> there's, you're supposed to be in a wheelchair. I had to be taken by gurney. <laughs> oh, no. Because I was just, um, yeah, I had some, there were definitely some hiccups with my labor, but we're all good now. And I did have to be wheeled by a gurney while my body was still numb, <laughs> like being, oh, no. being hoisted and put onto a different bed. And then I'm holding him and just being wheeled through the hospital and everyone's like, congratulations. <laughs> and like, Thank you so much. Um, so they, t I've got all my little hospital bands on and then they put like a tracker um on his ankle almost like house arrest like they give him a house arrest band and and the woman was like no this will go off this is so he like can't be taken anywhere near any like door or exit or da, da, da. and I go oh so he can't be stolen and she goes so he can't be stolen and I said like a lifetime movie and she said like a lifetime movie 
Wow. Wow. It is truly following us wherever we go. Mm -hmm. Lifetime is life. You know, this is what it truly is. I can't. Thank God they're putting trackers on these babies. Yeah, trackers on them. But the thing is, there's no nursery that is gone. That <laughs> They stay in your room all the time. Oh, really? And I don't know if that's COVID. I don't know if it's mommy bonding. But they're like, you live in this room and this is your baby and you stay in here together. And you're like, what? <laughs> Who's stealing him? Um. So, yeah. You know, one thing you did tell tell me shortly after, you know, Conrad had been born is that he pooped like twice mm-hmm. in not even a day. And I thought... Here's my question for you. What does poop look like when you haven't eaten anything? The poop has already had like eight different stages. Um, Yeah. So it like there is a newborn poop and then it's like, oh, this is like a breast milk poop. This is like another poop. Um, Yeah. And and people have been asking me, you know, pooping on while you're delivering is... um, a very common thing. And I was like, I don't care if I poop, wipe it on the walls. Who cares? <laughs> Did not poop. And I'm like, what? The? I was so open to it. And it just, <laughs> just didn't happen for me. So, you oh. know, missed out on that rite of passage. <laughs> well, I think the stitches are definitely your rite of passage <laughs> as well as your son. And also you guys, just to let you know, CJ is, you know, in the background, he is holding his brand new son, his namesake, mm-hmm. while watching a basketball game. Yes. So he has reached peak dad in mm-hmm. not even a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's both mask and tender. It is. And, he, and he's so comfortable holding him. I can't wait to meet Conrad, but I will need to wait to hold him until like his neck comes in. I don't like them when they're too floppy yeah. and too scared. They're very soft. He's got a pretty strong neck. He has a very strong gaze and a little bit of a judgy face. Like, he, well, those eyes. He'll look at you like, soul. what? <laughs> and I really can't wait for people to be like, we know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Peggy's here. Peggy's doing well too. She's on a target run right now. Um, you know, How was she in the delivery room? Oh, I mean, was um, she like, move out of the way? That's my daughter. You know, did she let them kind of do their thing? No, they were doing their thing. And then, you know, legs have to be held. And so, but she definitely, there was like a moment where she wanted something found on me. There was like, and she like said to the doctor, like mid, she was like, are they going to find? And the doctor was like, find them. Um, you know, so <laughs> she was, she was a Seuss chef, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I absolutely love that. I will be calling on Peggy to join me during any medical emergencies. Uh, yeah, appendicitis, tonsillectomy. <laughs> um, if you get a, a Brazilian butt lift, she will be there for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Megan, thank you so much for visiting us. You know that Lifetime Fam cares. You uh, know, I just love to see your face. And I am so happy that you're. Oh my God, you gave birth. I know. (laughs) I know it's over. It's over. And now everyone says it's so easy to raise a kid. Um, But yeah, the body trauma is over for now. But yeah, thank you guys so much again. And I miss you already. Naomi already gave me a recommendation. People are tweeting movies (laughs) still. And I'm like, we'll watch them. We'll get to them. Um, And I will, I'll be back in a, a few short weeks. Yes. We cannot wait. All right. Bye, Megan. Okay, you guys, we'll get into the movie. I love a Lifetime movie. Cave is the best place. Honey, no one has to know what you're doing in a cave. No. That's a fact. 
I'm just laying in my bed, <laughs> nine and a half months pregnant, being like, please give me something. Nobody know you. All we know is you are into breaking and entering, and you are also going to break and enter into this family's business. I have blue balls, whatever that is. <laughs> Stay away from my family. Good morning to you, too. I mean it. Stay away. I ruined my life letting your father and your grandfather tell me what to do. And I, I don't give that power to anyone anymore, not even you. My father isn't the one who left. You were. I was pushed out. I don't care enough to listen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, and I am joined in person. I mean, this has been now like 18 months of Zoom with my co-host in my home. It's 95 degrees out, so we're inside. We got that AC pumping. <laughs> Naomi Akparian. This is huge, okay? Yeah. I need the listeners to know as well, this is my first time in Megan's home. All right. Uh, like you guys, I've only really seen whatever's behind her when she's recording. Mm -hmm. So I immediately come inside and just take myself around. Rude. My mother did not raise no, me that I way. I like that, though. That's what I do in people's houses. And you also did what I do, too. How much do you pay? You know, because it's like we're both in. You guys, if you think Lifetime is giving us horror films, the L.A. real estate market. There's nothing scarier. I'm talking renting, buying, trying to just like find a place to lay your head at night. <laughs> it's nearly impossible. It's nearly impossible. L.A. don't care about nobody. Oh. It is savage. Um, but I to I'm going to describe it for you guys. First of all, this place is gorgeous. It is very generously sized. I said, don't move. You have to stay here forever. And it is like, how do I describe it? Fun Midwestern elevated. Wow. wow. That's how I would call it. I think of it as um, homey. You know, yes, it's, like, that's what I mean. yes. it's like lived in. Yes. Um, and it feels like a house that you would like go to when you were growing up. Like, oh, that's that. That's so and so's house. That's what I mean, though. That's what I think. What I mean when I say Midwestern, yeah. right? The idea because you do have, you know, you mean you have like not tchotchkes, but um, what do you like thing? Like, what would you call it? I wouldn't call it a tchotchke. Well, we over our shoulder is a painting by my nana bobo, <laughs> and then there is a ceramic elephant also done by my nana bobo, and then we're looking at a piece of art done by my beloved sister in law, Colleen Toledano, amazing artist, and painting by my grandma. Yes. So there's so a lot like of a, art pieces. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of stuff. That's what it is. Um, personalized from family but then you know we're also looking at a gorgeous always um adult diaper <laughs> that is on my dining room table staring you know it's right off camera it's right behind the camera and i'm looking at it going in two and a half weeks that's what i'll be wearing <laughs> something very special too naomi got cj and i and baby conrado the rocking chair that i will rock him in it's, it's green very, velvet it's green it's velvet like beautiful. a book, um, forest green dark green forest green so beautiful my mom references it in every text she sends me <laughs> um and they sent the replacement part well, this we is what's been so funny, you guys, or just maybe funny to me, is that, so, you know, I sent it to them, but then, you know, in order to get, like, the receipt and keep track, my email address is there. But then I realized something was happening because I started getting emails from Wafer that's like, we're sorry about your part. And then it was like, your part is on the way. And so then I just started forwarding them to CJ these emails. Yeah. I was like, because are you getting them? Are you being kept up to date? 
And I also got you the warranty. Well, thank you. I said, it, it came with something like five-year warranty or something. I said, absolutely. Yeah. Because you yeah, don't yeah. even know. Well, and yes, um, she did say, wait for the company that I did assume for two hours was trafficking <laughs> underage girls. That's one of those things where you go, maybe I could get tricked into a call, you know, because <laughs> for two hours I was like, if you buy that desk, it's actually a girl named Anastasia. Um <laughs> Very lifetime. Okay, honestly, but quickly, you know, I feel this journey that I took to get to your home, uh-huh. to be in a new place, you know, you and a billowy caftan, it really connects well to wow. today's motion picture about a woman who goes far from home to get in touch with herself in Hawaii, no less. Oh my gosh. Is there a journey more white woman than going? I mean, that's okay. I let me let me tell him. Tell him the title. Tell him the logline. Here is the logline. The film is tempted from two thousand and three. You could have told me it was nineteen eighty three. I was gonna say the same thing. I was like. 2003, the way this looks, like 50 years ago, I was like, was this shot where the Goonies were shot? Are we elders? Like, I, truly, I was watching it like, I got to call AARP. I'm ready to join. <laughs> Tempted. A married woman becomes attracted to a young man after she takes the ashes of her nanny to Hawaii. Now... I mean, this is the tip of the volcano. Oh, my God. I mean, I will, I will say, you know, sometimes the log lines be wild, but I think this was actually one of the worst in that it is so not even close no. to what the movie is no. about. No, truly not. Um, So you can watch on LifetimeMovieClub.com. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash podcast to sign up for a seven day free trial. If you haven't already, our last two films have been on Lifetime Movie Club. So I've just been comfy, comfy watching in my bed. And as I heard on last episode, Naomi has been comfy, comfy using a I Love a Lifetime movie blanket. So soft. It is V-soft. I'm kind of thinking about getting one. For the baby's room. Honestly, bring it to the hospital and going, I would like him to be delivered into this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's a receiving blanket. I'll go, nope, I don't want the hospital materials. I have, I have a blanket. And if you could also, because I don't, you need to clean him off before I'm going to touch him. You could also put this little mug in his hand. (laughs) Oh my God. If I don't see that baby wrapped in a blanket within Uh, the first 30 days, I'm calling CPS. What is it? The perfect man. Isn't that the t-shirt that is really funny? I got to get him one of those. Yeah. Um, But we got to get like a baby version one. That's like the perfect man poops his pants. pukes on you cries all day cries all day his his penis is raw from a surgery can't stop touching your boob it thinks everything is a titty (laughs) um so if you want that now we're just creating more merch um shop i love a lifetime movie podcast collection only at the lifetime store visit lifetimetvstore.com to shop apparel and accessories from your favorite podcast i hope this is your favorite podcast and you can get a whopping 15 percent off if you use the code i love a lifetime movie 15 that's enough plugs okay because if there's one thing we got to get into because let me tell you the best part of this motion picture you guys is stars virginia madsen oh my god and jason momoa okay what let's get into it hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so real quick, I feel like I, I'm not even looking at the notes right now because yeah. this movie is very fresh to me. Let me just tell y'all the basics, okay? First off, we start with a beautiful collage of photographs Ugh. of what we see are... Um, uh, Hawaiian woman and you sort of see her over the years mm -hmm. and you see her at first she's with a white family mm -hmm. and she's at the graduation like first the daughter's a baby in the family then she's at the daughter's graduation then the daughter is an adult and has a kid of her own and yeah. she's there so you know this woman has been with her the whole time the final photo she is gray haired I don't know looking 70 S still maybe gorgeous. still gorgeous exactly I'm like 70 but you know like she's not too old but you're like okay this the woman's time I like it I felt it was very concise I was very into it yes then we get to Boston, okay? It's cold. cold. <laughs> exactly. It was like, it really, it honestly did make me feel good because, you know, it's spring in the United States of America right now. But like my friends that live in Chicago, it's snowing there tomorrow. Ooh, We're recording yeah. this in April. So this yeah. isn't even that ahead of time. Yeah. So it's like, that does, as we were saying, the LA market is a nightmare. It is like, well, it is nice here all day, all day, every day. But I will say that today being 95 degrees is upsetting <sighs> to me. Uh, I take it as a personal attack. No, you lose track of time, <laughs> too. It's like, I truly, I was out the other day and I was like, God, fall is beautiful. And it's like, what? It's March. <laughs> you just don't even know where you are. But like, yeah, Boston gets a bad weather wrap in this. I know it's literally, it's blizzarding the whole time, right? Like the whole yeah. time it's just snow outside. And then we are inside with Virginia Madsen, who <gasps> is Emma Burt. No, Superior Court. Good morning, Boston. Well, I'll do it. I can recite that file in my sleep. Hey, Mom. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to you at the office. All right. Yeah, and the thing is, this film was sold to us by producer Julie saying Jason Momoa, which is obviously her appealing to our horniness. Of course. And so I understand that. And then I see Virginia Madsen and I'm like, this is the biggest star <laughs> no. I, we may have ever seen in a lifetime. I know. This is huge. I know. I know. I was like, this movie, and again, this is kind of like... Too young to be a dad, where it was like back, like the early aughts, honey, they were going out to the big stars. Oh they were getting A-list. They were getting big names for these dramas. She looks great. I know. She's so, she's so timeless. also like, I know, timeless. It's very much that energy. But she is paralegal. She's got two kids. Daughter Jamie, who's giving us sort of uh, like hot topic, bad yeah. attitude piercing. It's very much the sister in Too Young to be a Dad. Yes. And you just are like... Damn, teenage girls are rough. Um, and then a dorky younger brother. And I love a dorky brother. He reminded me of the little boy from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Because he like, knew a lot of facts and yeah. figures about things. And that's like, I have written a character like that who yeah. was um, in middle school who loved the West Wing. Mm -hmm. And it's just <laughs> a really funny, because like, you know, you just think of boys as like trying to do like wrestling yeah. moves off the back porch yeah. and like farting and putting their armpits. And so when one is like, I know something, you're like, this is a fun twist. Yeah. And then daughters were just like, they're terrible. I don't know. I really I do need to find out what Lifetime is doing with this bad daughter because they they have them a lot. You uh -huh. know, it's usually like, our heroine is 
if she has kids or a kid, it's usually a daughter that she's like not connecting with for some reason. Yeah. Right. But I'll tell you who really had me mad in this motion picture. Mm. This damn husband. Wow. This is honestly one of the worst husbands for me. It really is. And I don't even think that that was the intention. I know. I think the intention was just like, this is a husband. <laughs> and we were like, die, Billy. Will you please listen to this first conversation? This is the first thing in the morning. This is her trying to have a conversation with her husband. Morning, troops. Did you call Mason? Yeah, the meeting's at five. Five. Sorry. Tell you what, you cook for me tonight and I'll take an extra night next week. That leaves you about a hundred behind. Well, can't you go to the gym tomorrow? That's not the point. It's my one night off. Look, I can't get out of this, M. I need the go-ahead. My crew's just sitting there. I'll make it up to you. What else is new? Oh, uh, brown jacket. Hall closet. Thank you. I I was like, you guys need to go to couples therapy. Yes. With Andy and Naomi. <laughs> because it's like, you just get the sense immediately of like, he doesn't pull his weight. Yes. And Virginia, Emma, <laughs> Emma <laughs> is a paralegal. So yeah. it's not even like he's the breadwinner and she's right. just like exactly. a homemaker. Exactly. No, I didn't mean just a homemaker, obviously. But as though that... As though her whole job is just to be in the house. Yes. And that was my problem, too. It's like he treats her like anything having to do with the children in the home is hers. hers. And it's like, what? This is what I think I'm going to get on my high horse. I think this ends up happening a lot in modern relationships where in the past, traditionally, it was like, you know, my mom... um, was worked on the weekends and then went back to work full time when I was in third grade. And so she was at home more. And I think that was like a, a more traditional quote unquote family structure that the GOP misses. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and but and so now you have to have two people working. It's too or else you can't live. Yeah, right. unless you cannot afford it. And a house. so women work, both partners work, male, female, but then the female or the person who displays female qualities is still the one having to do the brunt of yep. the housework. Yeah. And it's like, I'm bringing in money too. Exactly. So like, why can't, there does not seem to be an accurate division of labor that reflects yeah. the modern yeah. working dynamic in America. Exactly. It's so, so true. And I just felt like for him to also, the, the way he went off on her and then how quickly he was just like, brown jacket. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, not hot. This man is not hot. He is not hot. And Virginia is is gorgeous. And he's not charming. Okay? Like, there's nothing about him where you're like, like, I don't even know how they got together in the first place. No. Okay? And what does he do? Is he an architect? You know they're always architects or, like, contractors. Something vague. It's always, like, the plans, the presentation. (sighs) But, yeah, 2003. It was. Okay. So then, Emma cannot catch a break because we see her at work, and she works for a man who's worse than her husband. (laughs) I want a chronology of Shannon. The best I can do is Wednesday. I need it Monday. You got the weekend. But I've got Lipson on priority. Listen, can wait. Not without Olivia's approval. No rush. Anytime next week. You tell Olivia I'm meeting those idiots on Tuesday. I need a day to review. Oh, uh, make sure Mendelssohn's calendar. That's done. Check it. I don't want any mistakes. There aren't any. I've done it myself. Check it again. No. Excuse me? I'm sorry. It's just... I've got too many files to check on something that I know is okay. I'm a lawyer. You're the paralegal. Check it. Yes, sir. 
I was like, oh my God. And like, I don't know a lot about the law, but I know a lot about careers that are quote unquote, like subordinate to the careers they serve. Mm -hmm. And that person is always doing more work and working harder. So I'm like, okay, if she's, let's say she's a writer's assistant, she's better than this man. Like my brother's a lawyer. I can't imagine him speaking to a paralegal this way. Like a paralegal, I think does all the work. And then the lawyer bills the hours. Exactly. Slash the lawyer reads off what the paralegal did for them. So literally the paralegal could give them all (sighs) the wrong information. Also too, it's like she, you know, she's a grown ass woman yes don't talk to her like she's 20 damn too i was so mad and over a calendar i know and then he kept being like because not only was she doing the work but he keeps he's like redo it and she's like no she says no and he's like i know what like so this is where she's at emotionally when then she goes to her desk and gets the phone call that lily her pretty much mom you know the one who raised her has passed away hi emma burke yes when she did that would be fine thank you Emma's having a real bad day. This is talk about a case of the Mondays. A terrible Poor day. Emma. It cannot get any better. So then Emma goes to Lily's house, which then I'm assuming is in Boston yeah. near her, right? Yeah. So keep that in. I'm just saying, just clock how close the house was. Yes. Um, and so there's a letter left there, not a suicide note. Um, because we find out Lily died of ovarian cancer that Emma didn't even know she was sick with. Thank you. Um, and in the letter, Lily says she didn't want to burden her. Mm-hmm. She didn't even tell her she was sick. Mm-hmm. We get the impression they haven't really seen each other. Right. But then at the end of the letter, she's like, but real quick, I do need you to take my ashes back to Hawaii for a family burial ritual. Which is literally... <laughs> The reason why I burst out laughing when that happened, because she was like, I didn't want to burden you with my cancer. Can you take a 12 hour flight um, to drop off my ashes? Yeah. It's like, well, Lily, I think if you could ask her that, you could have told her you were sick. She would have brought you some, at least some soup or something. And like from L.A., Hawaii, hop, skip and a jump. Right. Very easy. Boston? Exactly. You are going through. (laughs) You got to take like three flights. I was going to say, I was like, I was like, it's easily two connections. So. I was almost thinking, do you think Lily knew Emma needed a vacation? And she was like, listen, if I was asking her to take my ashes to Cleveland, I wouldn't do it. But I'm asking her to go to a beautiful Hawaiian paradise. And it seems like her life sucks, maybe. Maybe. I just, I mean, I don't think she knew that her, that she needed a vacay. I do think, though, Lily was like, you know what? I I done raised that child. I ain't seen her. She gonna do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Lily was like, you know what? I didn't even make you wipe my butt on my deathbed. Right. You're taking my ashes. And I don't think ashes are something, I don't know, maybe you can ship them, but it does seem like you should carry them. You know, like, I don't, I don't know if I trust yeah. Southwest. Right, right. To get my FedEx? ashes there. Absolutely not. I don't think okay. so. So then back at home, Emma tells her husband that night, you know, about Lily's death and wanting to take these ashes. And surprise, surprise, he's not understanding. Give a listen. I just keep picking moments where he making me mad yeah. just so y'all know where we're yeah. at. We ain't even a minute to the motion picture. And he has shown himself more than once. Listen to this. Lily died. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
It was ovarian cancer. I didn't even know she was sick. Why didn't you tell me? You weren't really that close anymore. Just because we didn't see each other doesn't mean we weren't close. We talked, we made plans, but something always seemed to come up for both of us. I should have been there. Relationships change. If she'd really needed you, she would have called. That wasn't her way. Emma, for whatever reason, she chose not to tell you. If she had, you would have been there. She didn't give you the option. She asked me to take her ashes home. Home where? Where her family is. Kauai. That's a 12-hour flight. It was a last request. I have to go there at some point. When? No disrespect to Lily, but you're working 10-hour days. The kids have to be driven. The new bathroom's about to go in. I can't supervise any of that. I've got a building going up. Well, guess what? She's going. <laughs> so She's F going. off, Billy. She's what going. No, his name is Mike. Who's B Oh, Billy's someone else we hate. Hey, no. <laughs> Billy's later in the movie. <laughs> I don't know why I... Mike makes so much more sense as his husband's name. And I just keep calling him Billy. <laughs> Like almost like it was like a slur, you know, like <laughs> any man I hate. I'm like, okay, Billy, uh, she's going to Hawaii. How dare you say it's inconvenient? I know. We just saw you this morning be like, I'm not making dinner. Right. You owe her. Right. They know you. you owe her. Thank you. It's also like she's not leaving you with, you know, crying twin babies. She's living with you with two kids that could probably make their own dinner and certainly put themselves to bed. Yeah, the kids seem, the boy seems smarter than all of you. <laughs> and I was insane. like, it was. Because this is 2003, and I do feel like and we hear white men complain. I hope you guys, I hope there's white men listening to this. Hello. Happy to have you. <laughs> Besides Patrick. Oh, yeah. My dad's a white man. Love him. My brothers are white men. Love them. Um, but it is funny how, like, the last few years, it's been, like, the fall of the white man. And then, like, you see cinema from this vintage era, 2003, and you go, no, they've been bad. They've been bad the whole time. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's so true. I mean... Also throughout the movie, like we're going to see Emma has these like, like flashbacks, memories, dreams of being a kid and Lily taking care of her. You know what I mean? Like Lily's the one who she goes to when she doesn't feel well. I'm Lily's sorry, the I'm one trying to get a Clementine out of my teeth. <laughs> Megan, don't need to say on a dang record. I know, but you can see me picking my teeth. I can't. We're in person now. So it's like... <laughs> I wasn't well. even looking. But so like a lot of visions of Lily. So then, And then the next morning, and this is like a random moment to me that I was like, what's this happening? Basically, it's a Sunday morning and they're supposed to have family breakfast. But, you know, sassy, rude Jamie. daughter Jamie is in bed and refuses to wake up. Up right now. I'm tired. I don't care. What's the big deal if I'm there or not? We're a family. Sunday mornings, we have breakfast together. Oh, and so for the rest of the week, we just fend for ourselves? I'm not fighting with you today. This isn't fighting. It's talking. You want to talk? We'll talk at the table. You've got five minutes. And don't make me come up here again. And so it was like another moment where mother and daughter are clashing. And you also see that, you know, it's like, does Emma even have much of a family? Like these people don't really talk or hang no. out or like each other. So No, I um honestly this film and the last film are really making me second guess motherhood. <laughs> and I don't know if that was orchestrated by producer Julie, but it's like, oh <laughs> boy. They really stop appreciating you, these children. Okay. So then the ashes show up. 
and they're like delivered by like a like a home alone character you know like i don't know here's the ashes um and so the husband's like oh signs for them and then the kids come out the boy is like interested you know he's like are the bones in there (laughs) and the daughter's like it's gross and it's like what What is your problem like that's what i mean she is like so extra in her attitude that i'm like i don't get it yeah but emma arrives in the dead of night to hawaii during a storm i'm like how did the plane even land but she gets there she's standing outside and who shows up i'm lily's nephew kala kala where's your head Apologize to the pretty lady for making her wait. I'm sorry, Emma. But Kala, Lily's nephew, played by one Mr. Jason Momoa. Wow. Honey, Jason, before he got the protein powder. But he was was hot. He was so, okay, so you guys, so obviously he's like six-pack muscle, but he's skinny. Yeah. It's like all, like, he's like one of those. He's like runway model. Yes, and he's like very narrow. Like his little weight, he's a little waist, you guys. But he has the hair. He has the hair. He has the face. He has the the lips so full. He's gorgeous. But I wonder though, like, but to me, like, there's a, obviously people's weight fluctuates. But when it seems like literally the width of your body changes. Wow. What do you think? Like, do you think it was he like did like a protein, a steroid thing? Uh, you know, here's the thing. Because that's a, it was just so different to me. I th- I'm not going to accuse Jason Momoa of doing steroids. But what I am going to accuse everyone in Hollywood of doing is stuff that they're like, oh, I ate this. I did this. And, and now I'm this. And it's like, yeah. you're lying to everyone. <laughs> and you obviously are doing things that are not readily available to the public <laughs> and it's making us feel bad. And so it's like, Jason Momoa, then you became a dog Rothy or whatever in Game of <laughs> right, Thrones right. where you could like, like eat your redwood. own. Like, exactly. What? How did you? I know. I mean, like here he's a sapling. Okay. And then Jason Momoa we know is a redwood. And That's what I'll of, say. I kind of like 2003 Momoa better. I'm like more, well, and I love a muscle. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. He just, there was something like raw about it. <laughs> well, I think in that's the whole point okay this movie at this point okay this the moment she gets to hawaii and this is where for me the movie be- takes on it's what i call the white how stella got her groove yes back. so that would but, be like how susan got her groove back exactly and it's really just you know she gets in the car with this hot young man and he's like wreck, he's like driving fast in a storm and she's like can you slow down you yeah know, she's she's uptight she doesn't trust and so obviously this is what's going to happen when she gets in touch with island time honey um so then they arrive at lily's house which Emma didn't even know she had. And, and this is a, this will be done to be a series of information that comes out that Emma knows nothing about. And it does kind of like bum you out. It does. It also kind of makes you feel like, no, no wonder she didn't tell you she was sick. Yeah. Because she can't trust your ass. You ain't somebody who show up for nobody else. That's the thing I will say. And And I know she was a child and it's like, but she's yeah, been a grown woman this whole right. time. Remember? Because Lily helped her at least raise the first one just for a little right. bit. Because it's like, none of us can expect a six-year-old to be like, Lily, right. tell me about your family. <laughs> but at some point, it is like, oh, I spend all day with this person. Right. Aren't you like, where'd you live before this? Well, she knew it was Hawaii, but I think she knew nothing else about the family. Because here's my other thing. Was too. it a sleeping bag? What did right, she think? Right, exactly. I was like, because I was like, yeah, you don't expect a six-year-old to, but you certainly expect, you know, the 25-year-old to. Because basically the way it's set up is that like, she and Lily just haven't been in touch in recent years. Right. Right. So let's say five-ish years or something like that. Where it's like, you could have known all this business. You could have gone. I you could have gone back with you her. Ta- you could have taken her back on like a dang vacay. Okay, so... 
The power's out at the house. This reminded me a lot of my baby moon. Um, It was the worst storm Hawaii had seen in 50 years. And that's something that I've lived through Um, at a resort. Like, oh, my God. Um, Yeah, this movie really, it really made me take a look in the mirror myself. Okay, so the power's out. Is it Kala? Kala. Kala. Okay. Kala. It's, I'm, I'm going to. His name be- is Kala. Kala leaves her with a lantern. And I just like wrote that down. It's like not really a story point, but it just made me laugh. If someone he- gave me a lantern, I'd be like, what? I know. Especially because it's like, you dropped her off in the pitch black in a house with no electricity and said, take a lantern. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I, this is a woman with a curly bang. You think <laughs> she's going to be able to work a lantern? Like, I'd be on fire immediately. <laughs> okay. So then the next morning, wakes up and it's lush right it's green sun shining this they live on a farm yeah. that is a flower farm i know it's i didn't even know acres and acres that existed a flower farm i guess it makes sense yeah where do the flowers come from yeah, just you, like the you corn need that many exactly oh my gosh it's beautiful so and i beautiful. really hope this movie was shot on location in hawaii or like you think so or yeah, maybe they yeah. did it somewhere in like I bet they were there for a bit. Because the thing is, like, we live in a beautiful place that has mountains and topography and all of that. When you go to Hawaii, you're like, this is different. It's just so... It's just like something you've never seen before. Right. I want to go so bad. That's like my, you that's what I want to do. So I know. I really want to go. <sighs> well, anyway, <laughs> she wakes up the next morning and goes to see Kihau, who is Lily's sister. They look identical. They really do. And Kihau, she's like very no nonsense. She is Kala's mother. And she's like also like, it's interesting because like at first when she meets Emma, she's like a little cold, I think. Welcome. I'm Kihau. Emma. It's good to finally meet you. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. I don't mean to stare. It's just... You look so much like Lily. Of course. She was my sister. Breakfast is on the table. Like, she's kind of like... It's like, thank you for coming with the ashes, but also like, ew, I don't like you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's the vibe between them. But they're talking over breakfast, which, of course, Emma's like, oh, no, thanks. I don't really eat breakfast. So it's Ugh, like, okay, do lady. Do not turn down a Hawaiian breakfast. Really? Yeah. I mean, it looked beautiful on the plate, oh, but I looked, didn't even know I saw, happening. like, a mango open. Yes, it was a lot um, of, like, fresh, fruity, You're going to get uh, rice, probably. <sighs> I, uh, they love Spam yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, take the breakfast. I know, but, but they're talking, and basically, Kihau explains that... A mainlander bought the property next door. He says he's good to farm, but he said the same thing about some land on Maui, then built houses. That's progress, I guess. Overdevelopment is progress. It's stealing our way of life. I didn't mean it was right. We could lose everything. I don't understand. The water we use runs through that property. If he builds, it will cut off our water supply. And the farm will die. But surprise, surprise, these white devil developers, they are just about to take this land, yep. put some condos on it, and it will cut off their water supply. So yeah. they won't be able to farm and probably do much of anything else. Yeah. And so this is also the plot of Say by the Bell when they go to Hawaii. Say by the Bell, Hawaii. I know. It's, yes. It's and very I'm like, Say by yeah, the Bell, Hawaii. Because I think this is the plot of Hawaii. Um, uh-huh. And you know who is like single-handedly trying to keep the island of Maui non-developed from these bad people? Oprah Winfrey. Really? Oprah owns so much of Maui and is not developing it. 
Wow. Jessica, yes. And it's like they love Oprah there. Well, come on now. There's like a whole, she like owns a whole mountain, owns like, it'll be like over there. And she does have a house there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but she, she, yeah, she's not putting up no, a hotel. No, she's bought up so much to be like, you can't. But that's definitely the way this is set up. In this moment, though, Emma is giving me like, white girl who studied abroad energy because <laughs> Kihau is telling her this, like a developer wants to come and she's like, cool. She's like, sounds great. <laughs> she's like, wow. Oh my God. I love a resort. <laughs> no, and she, and, and Kihau's like, no, no, it's not. And so it's like, and so she's like, she doesn't even like realize. And then also, you know, this is one of my favorite lifetime tropes, you know, what kind of when drama in a movie hinges on land deals, property deeds, any sort of paperwork as like a driving force, yeah. A story or B story, I will take it, you know? Mm -hmm. So immediately I'm like, okay, what are we going to do with this land? And then we know that Emma like did go to law. She's, she's a paralegal, paralegal. So but she, also went to law school for a little bit. And so she knows more than us. Exactly. And she's like, you are a lawyer. Oh no, I'm just a paralegal. Oh, I don't know how much help I could be, but I'd be glad to look at the paperwork if you'd like. We would appreciate it. So, Kahau is like, I got to take you to meet Julia. She's the co-owner of the family farm. Mm -hmm. So they go over to her house and like right before they knock on the door, she's like, Julia had a difficult life. Just remember, she means well. <laughs> and so you know a bitch is about to come. Also, I hope that's what people say about me when they knock on my door. Right. <laughs> before like, you come say hi to be like, Naomi's weary. <laughs> <laughs> this Julia's been through a lot. So the door opens and it is the mom from my big fat Greek wedding. How dare you do this to me? We need help and she's offering it. I'm declining. Laney Kazan. I was honey. like, they're what? stars. <laughs> stars on stars on stars. I truly almost gasped. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, because also I'm surprised she's a white person, yes. right? Because we're talking about like Hawaii and the land. And I'm like, wait, who is she? And honestly, you guys, it's never really explained. Okay, I'm going to no. tell you that. It's never adequately. I ask later clearly in the notes, I'm like, how is Julia, this very Greek woman, <laughs> involved in this Hawaiian family farm? She ain't even Greek in real life. Hubba is like Spanish Jewish. Like what do you, oh, okay. what do you, not uh, Sephardic maybe? Anyway, okay. but that's her whole vibe. But anyway, cause I, Lady Kazan, I said, I die. And so, she, so basically Julia has all the paperwork. Emma comes over with Kihau to be like, hey, can I get the papers? And Julia is so mean to her and is like, what is it you want? For starters, what documents exist? Permits, copies of state and local codes. I'll make copies of what I have and I'll drop them off. I want Emma to see the property. I'm busy. I was like, okay, why and, is she rude? Yeah, it's like, is she just like, there's only room for one white woman on this farm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, 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 I'm going to tell you oh this right now. God. So after that, like, attitude, Kihau and Emma are, like, sitting on the porch. Not Julia's. They've gone back to the house, even though being on Julia's porch would have been funny. And Kihau drops this bomb. Lily should have told you. It is the one thing we ever really thought about. She did not want you to know your father could do such a thing. My father? He was a cold man. No, he wasn't. Not to me. Maybe so. But he treated others cruelly. You didn't know him? Oh, yes, I knew him. Years ago, when he was stationed on this island, I wished he had never come. What are you talking about? Your mother. Lily would not tell you. Julia is your mother. My mother's dead. No. Wait. <laughs> what? 
What? I didn't I didn't even know there was a mom to be found. I mean, me neither. I was like, I just thought Lily was her nanny and there was a mom and yeah. a dad. Yeah. And also, um, they are the same age. I'm sorry. Like when you see Lady Kazan and Virginia Madsen at that time. Yeah. They was five years apart at best. They look nothing alike. <laughs> I mean, Virginia Madsen it's is. Wild. And we see flashbacks of, as you said, young Emma. Young Emma is my favorite person in this film. Really? She is so funny. She's like a little blonde girl who's like, I don't want to call a young girl chunky, but she's, you know, she's like, she's a sweet little chubby baby. She's a chubby little girl and she's so cute. And she's like always trying to like learn how to um, hula with her little chunky thighs. And I'm like, that was me <laughs> just being like, I'm Ariel. And it's like, okay, honey, <laughs> sure. You're more of an Ursula. You guys, I think we have to take a break and let that sink in. Okay. The fact is Julia is Emma's mama. I need you to let that sink in, and we'll be back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, are you still, are you synthesizing information into your heart? Because it took me a very long time and it's something I did I was, not accept. I had no idea we were waiting for it. I, had I was no so idea. confused. Also, at this point, we're a third into the film. Nothing horny has happened. Nothing horny whatsoever. And I was like, oh, I thought we were going to be getting like romance novel. It's called horny. Tempted. It's called Tempted. This is my issue with Bridgerton season two. That's it's like, what people are saying. I came for sex. Yeah. Was the first one much more horny? Yes! I and like it, it, it didn't go like right into of course. it, but it's like I saw a man's ass and that's what I come back for. Of course. And then I got a different man, not as hot, yeah. and no butt. Whoa. Ugh. That's a real bait and switch. It's rude. I know. And we need to contact okay, so our union. Emma is... <laughs> Emma's Understandably. Re Emma's reeling. She, I don't blame her, okay? She's like, what is happening? It just was never made... I mean, I get... Because I'm trying to think, in the opening, when we see those pictures... I guess, I yeah, we don't, it. I know. I think what we're meant to see in those pictures that we don't see a white mom. We just see Lily. But I thought it was just about like, look how me long too. they've known each me other. Me too. I, was I didn't like, know. I, know. Like a mom. I was like, maybe the mom took the picture. Yeah, I didn't you know, know that there like, was, was a like, phantom mom. And also, there's a memory where we see a white lady on the couch. Yeah. It was like, you see and what you think of the dad and then you see a lady. So you're like, okay, those are her parents. But it's Lily who was always her favorite. At this point, we've heard nothing about the dad either. So it's like, I mean, at this, this is, point. Though. Okay, well. Okay, so Emma runs off to call her terrible husband. Hello. I'm coming home. 
What's the matter? I don't want to talk about it. Are you okay? No. My mother's alive. She's here. What? She lives right next door to Lily's family. <sighs> well, that's crazy. What? How can that be? I'm booking the first flight out tomorrow morning, and I'll call you and let you know what time. And then she sees Kala. Momoa. Um, and <laughs> she confronts him about Julia. <laughs> Listen to this. Did you know about Julia? Yes. And the man at the airport, he knew too. Everybody here knows. Oh, that's right. Small island, no secrets. Why didn't anyone ever tell me? Not Lily? My father? Ask Julia. I'm asking you. It's not for me to say. So you can talk behind my back, but you won't tell me to my face? It's Julia's place to explain, no one else's. She's the last person I'd ask. And you'll never know. Why is he the person you going to for some answers? I personally, at this moment too, I'm thinking Momo is what, 23 if he's a day? Right. So I go, I'm like, okay, why is he the person you expect to get answers from? He's very zen about the whole thing. He's very island vibes. It really felt to me like he was cast based on who he actually is. Yeah. Which is like a chill island boy. And I guess at this point in the movie, like four different people have said like small island, no secrets. Yeah. And so I guess she's confronting him to be like, you knew this, but it's like, he doesn't know you. Exactly. It's like, it also, and he was right. He's like, he's like, go ask Julie. It's like, why would it be his place to say something? Unlike his son. Oh, he God. knows when to keep some things to himself. That's Billy. <laughs> it was nuts. So then, you know, that night, though, Emma has another flashback and then wakes up and is like, I'm staying. So it's like, okay, these flashbacks are doing a lot of the heavy emotional lifting. But that happens. And then she's like running on the beach. She sees Momoa in the water, of course. Ooh. We're seeing the beginnings of Aquaman. Yeah. Who knew? And he's like, come swim. And she's like, no. Again, still uptight. Then she gets back to the house and Julia is there. We have to talk. No, we don't. I understand that you're upset. Upset? That's the understatement of the year. Try devastated. Look, I need to explain no, myself. No, you don't get to, to need anything from me. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to know you. Ever. Which I think I felt like she was mean to her. Yeah. But to me, I was like, this is too crazy not to want an explanation. Yeah, don't you want to know? I was like, you've got to know what's going on here. I was like, I want an explanation. It's all so insane. Ugh, it's really crazy. <laughs> and I'm and like, the more we get into this Julia storyline, I'm like, that means we're not getting any sex, I think. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> with each passing moment, I'm like, oh, so this is now going to be like lost mom. Exactly. It's a family drama. I was like, what are you tempted by? Okay, so and then we go back to Boston. And dad has to work late, of course. And so I we get like, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead vibes. Cause he's like, Jamie, here's some money, take care of your brother. And it's like, Jamie is 15 and a mess. <laughs> exactly. She cannot be put in charge. Put Neil in charge. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I just love your parent, and this is uh, very 2003, your parent handing you $20 and being like, get pizza. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. just like reminds me of childhood yeah, so much. Yeah, where yeah, like yeah. that just doesn't. I wonder what kids do now. They're like, Signed into their parents' yeah. Grubhub's account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sign into Postmates. So different. It's just like charge it, or they're like, uh, get a lift. I'll meet you there. Having twenty dollars left on the counter and being yeah. like, order pizza. You're like, ah! I'm know. like, you feel like you hit the lottery. No, nothing I love more than a Domino's. <sighs> Honey, you got a medium with two toppings. You got some cash left over. Oof, pan tossed. Hello. So, um, 
dad was supposed to work late, but then we see it's a little later in the night. He comes home. It is nighttime. It's night. He just, I bet he's coming home like half an hour early. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just a little earlier than 10 p.m. Which is a crazy time to come home, sir. Exactly. And he finds Jamie and some dude on the couch making out, but the boyfriend, whatever he is, when he stands up, he does have to like buckle his pants too. Mr. Birch. What the hell are you doing? Um... You out of here. And if I ever see you again, I will beat the living crap out of you. And she has to zip up her like shirt because we're seeing brazier. Okay. So that's what she doing when her dad walk in the house. Obviously, he doesn't appreciate it. And yet, Jamie seems to have no shame whatsoever. Listen no. to this nonsense. You said you'd be home at 10. It's a good thing I got home now. You could have been pregnant by 10. We weren't doing that. You shouldn't have been doing anything. You are 15. Surprise. You know my age. I know everything about you, including give you an inch, you take a mile. The only thing that I take around here is abuse. You don't like my hair, my clothes, my friends. So change them. What? You're in the family room. Thank you. You right where the door opens. Why didn't you go to your bedroom, the basement? I wasn't even a bad girl. But it's like, yeah, you're on the couch right where you're basically in the foyer. I know. I was like, you don't even have like the ability to see like, you know how like if you hear the first door, you can like straighten up or something. It is one and done, honey. That door opens. You're caught. And so for her to be like, well, you said you'd be home at 10. How is this your child? How is this his fault? And then she's like, I'm being abused. Nobody is abusing this girl. <laughs> Nobody is abusing this girl in this motion picture. So then we're back in Hawaii, thank God. Emma goes to get paperwork from Julia. Julia still is trying yeah. to explain, but she's just not like warm. Has the buyer applied for any permits yet? Not as of a week ago. Emma, I didn't leave you. I was 19, I was naive, I'd never been off this island, and if your father had just stood up to his family- My father died 10 years ago. Where were you then? By then it was too late. No, that was a window. Now it's too late. May I have the file, please? I don't, you know, it's like- She's really not. Like, Julia's not, like, trying to be a mom to her. Like, she's not not trying to be like, yeah, there's not like a, I want to know you, my daughter. No. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I want to tell you what happened so you're not mad at me. Right. And she's not letting her. Um, So then Emma's, like, in town trying to get paperwork settled and it's like, put a rush on it. And it's like, that's not, they don't do that there. Exactly. Um, And as she is, like, leaving the- County assessors or whatever. <laughs> um, she sees Momoa and he's going into like a, a little, local haunt. Exactly. Like a little uh, a little beach shack. Yes. A little watering hole, if and you will. So she goes and ponies up to the bar next to him. And I'm like, finally. Buy you a drink? A beer. The sandwiches are good too if you're hungry. Excuse me. I like this place. Yeah, it's old Hawaii, the way it used to be. Uh, here you're gonna be helping us. I'm gonna try. Thank you. Wait to see if I get results. I don't need to wait. Thank you. You're welcome. Excuse me. You still have the mainland sickness. 
she's in a rush. He does tell her it's like island time, which I've someone in the Bahamas has said to my dad multiple times. Like, <laughs> Look, come on, it's island time. And my yeah. dad's like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Bring me the hash whenever. And now here's another moment where, again, they really do not give us much here. This is. But there is a bombshell that I. So Julia is one bombshell. The next bombshell is this. It's just, um, I worry what's going to be left to give to my son. What's his name? Billy. He's 15 going on 30. <laughs> Lives with his mother right now. Who am I become to stay with me? What? I said 15 I truly thought son? he was 22. This is what I'm saying. I was like, I thought he was a baby himself. And so I was like, a 20. And that's, this is where I'll say it was a miscasting. Because he looks young. He's wow. like scrawny and like a young guy. And so if he's a 15-year-old, he has to be at the very least 30 years old. Yeah. And that's if he was a teen dad, which very well could be, right? Like, But I was like, you have a 15-year-old. It was, dad? yeah. And the thing, then I'm like, this is so bad that I'm like less horny too. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Oh no, she's gonna have to be a stepmom. I, know. I thought like you were just like, yeah, loose chill. and exactly free. fancy free, fancy free. Yeah, exactly. isn't that terrible? So that was insane. So they have a lunch. I really wish we could have seen the sandwich that was referenced because he was like, the sandwich is so good. I'm like, show us the sandwich. Yeah, please. we didn't even get any like fun lunch banter. No. We just cut to them walking away laughing at the end. <laughs> Do you remember like the Wonder Woman sequel? There were like moments where it was basically like Gal Gadot and Kristen Wiig are supposed to be friends and like becoming oh, friends. Yeah. And you just like cut to them laughing and she's like, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. I was like, you have an SNL actress and you can even write her a joke to and say? The, and the movie was three hours. I mean, so on. it's like, can we get a little more friendship? <laughs> it was just so, so what I love those moments where it's like, oh, we don't want to write a joke, but just have them laugh so you know something's good. We watched that last Christmas yes, and same. I got like too high and drunk and fell asleep at like the hour and a half mark. And honestly, you missed nothing. No, that's what I was like, should I watch? And everyone was like, no. And then the next day I got way too drunk and just kept yelling. I want to watch Krampus. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen Krampus. I do enjoy it. You buy everybody take out Ruth Chris and you think you can black out. (laughs) Okay. So Emma gets home. She calls Mike. Where have you been all night? I was in town. I forgot my phone. I got home and found Jamie with a boy. Her shirt was undone. You've got to talk to her. Well, I'm not there. She's your job. She's not a job. Well, I can't handle her. When are you coming home? I'm not sure. Well, when's the funeral? It's Monday, but I told you I'm helping with the land problem. Emma, we've got problems here. Or maybe you want to be a grandmother in the near future. Don't leave that off on me. You're there. You're her father. Act like one. I'm trying. What? What? Exactly. It's like, um, that's your daughter, too. You don't know the birds and the bees? I know. I'm like, I don't understand. You don't know how to raise your kid. This is what I mean. Mike is trash. There is nothing about Mike that is worth maintaining or saving. Okay. So they like kind of get into a fight, but then it's like they calm down and then Mike's all like, I miss you. And it's like, uh. what? You're like a real night and day, Jekyll and Hyde. And... So then the next day, Kalat and Emma, yes. they go to a sacred spot. Yes. And then he's like, let's go swimming in this yes. cave. And so it's like, okay, yeah, they okay. Have, but they have to like swim under a rock. I know. And then when they come back up, they'll be in the cave. You want me to swim underwater and come up in a cave? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? When I don't blame her. I'm oh, like, there's, I would die. No way. No way. I was like, also, it's like people hold their breath unnaturally long in motion pictures. 
Because I'm like, how do you do that? I was no. like, you're, you're like, I'm not a strong swimmer. And now you're like, under this rock and then we'll come up in a cave. And it's not a pool. Like, it's, it's like, there's a current. I mean, I'm very afraid of a current. Yeah. I have fallen. <laughs> I fell on our baby <laughs> trying to get into this canoe. Oh my God. And the man didn't know I was pregnant because I had this big um, life vest on. So he like, this giant Hawaiian man, like picks me up by my life vest. And then I have to like scuttle, you know, to get into the thing. I fall into the canoe backwards. Oh my, my legs up in the air. Oh my God. CJ has a true look of horror. I'm laughing because I'm like embarrassed and okay. I forgot I was pregnant. And <laughs> it was the funniest. And then the next day my back, I was like, oh no. So but it's like- You fall up, your legs are up. Then everyone realizes you're a pregnant lady. Um, the We were like with another couple yeah. and they knew I was pregnant because we had like talked to them okay. on the way there. And CJ knew. CJ then had to pick me up by the- And I was like, I would pay so much money for this to be on video. Like, this is the this is the funniest I've ever been. Get send this to my managers, okay? And then I'm booking. And so it's like that current is strong. Yeah, the ocean yeah, yeah, yeah. scares me. I'm kind of a baby. Me too. I know. I also feel. You know what? I don't like. Um, I don't like a limitless expanse. Ooh. Okay, so the ocean. I couldn't watch that movie Interstellar when they're just like, oh in my god, in like space. anything where you're just like, there is nothing around me. It makes me very anxious. It makes me very anxious. Oh my god! I, I went on a cruise with Andy and his parents, and this would have been like three years into us being together, two maybe. And like, I wouldn't look out. Yeah. Of the window no. or like go out to the edge of the boat. I was like, I can't like know that we're in the middle of no well, nothing. Well, you're lucky he didn't kill you. Because that's yeah. where most men take their wives to kill them. Well, I thought he was actually going to propose to me because I thought, oh! well, because I thought I got I, one end, I go, one I go, we're island. I was like, we're island hopping. Yeah. We're in beautiful places. We're with your entire family. If yeah. you want to, this is the way to do it. You uh -huh. know, we were like over two years. Not that I thought it was like, you know, I wasn't like waiting for a proposal, but I thought I was like, you know what? This would be the kind of setting in which one would propose. Had he paid for the trip? Yeah. He, well, the parents paid. The parents. See, we went on a family vacation to the Bahamas, and everyone was like, "Oh, I bet you'll get engaged there." And I was like, "I don't want CJ to propose on a trip my father paid for." Okay, I maybe that rules. was okay. okay. I had a lot of rules. <laughs> <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> okay, so Emma's like, "You want me to swim underwater and come up in a cave?" Yeah. Are you out of your mind? It's not as bad as it sounds. How could it be worse? A rock slide while we're in there, fish with teeth. Relax. I'm from the city. I don't relax as it is, let alone the whole Captain Nemo thing. I'm serious, Claude. It's too close to the rocks. I've done this a million times. So is Hal and half the kids on this island. Well, they can swim better than me. Yeah, yeah. And what does he say, though? He's like, you're safe with me. I promise. Yes. You know, and you're like, okay. And then he's under the water. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Aquaman, this is the real. Do you think he submitted this footage? Yeah. When he was trying, he had to. It had to yeah, be yeah, supplemental. Yeah. I'm a strong swimmer. Yeah. It had to be supplemental to his audition. Okay. Him underwater. He's like beautiful blue water. You're okay. seeing his hair. This okay. is finally what I've been waiting for. Yes. We're 40 minutes into the film. Yeah. So they get into the cave, sexy, sexy. And he says, You look good, wet. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Uh, that came out of nowhere. I was like, my mom was throwing oh down. Oh my God. And then they start kissing in the cave. And I'm like, yes. I've like I never cheered for adultery so much. I know. I And then I was hoping that because we now know she has her mom there. And this, I was like, I wanted it to be like, I'm moving to Hawaii. This is my yeah. life now. I, wanted, so I was like very excited. I wanted to see them having sex on the beach, having sex in Lily's old house, having sex on Julia's front porch. Like oh. I was like, give me sex. Yes. And it's like, oh my God. But we just got them kissing in they the cave. They kissed, but you were like, finally. And she like didn't push him away. 
No. And she pulls away like, uh-oh. But like, she doesn't go like, no. I was like, okay, girl, get into it. A cave we, is the best we, place. Honey, exactly. No one has to know what you're doing in a cave. No. That's a fact. Ugh, and then I'm really upset because then we cut to Boston Ugh. where we see Mike and the kids getting into a taxi coming to Hawaii. And I'm like, no. You cock block. <laughs> get out of that cab. And do you know he is coming to Hawaii because he doesn't want to like raise Deal. his children? Yeah. Like he's literally like, well, I can't take care of the kids. So uh, why don't I just take us all to Hawaii? It's Furious. Like, what what like, about school? Worst. You know, Neil has a 4.0. Exactly. You can't just be taking him out. Please. You know, he like gets his homework. He's like, give me what I'll need. I'll do it on the island. And so they have like a cute little moment. Momoa drives her home, puts a little flower in her hair. Mm-hmm. And then the family has arrived and I was like, okay, and this is where timeline gets a little funky because I'm like, it is a very far flight. So I was like, this is the very next day. But what's interesting to me is the family arrives. Mom. Hi, honey. Neil. Hey, mom. Mike, what are you doing here? I missed you. Come here. Hey. Wow, this is a surprise. Well, you didn't get my message? You check them all the time. I'm having a hard time getting a signal up here. We are 2,390 miles out in the Pacific. Wow. Keha said the kids could sleep in the big house. I thought you and your husband could use some time alone. And I wondered if Keha was like, let me get her back with her husband so she'll leave my son alone. I think so. You think, yeah. Because I was like, I was like, I was like, you don't know their marriage to be like, I'll take the children. No. But she was like, why don't you get what you mean? So that if I laid one eye on Jamie, I go, I don't need her sleeping in my house. With her 15-year-old nose pierce. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm so upset they're there. Because to me, I go, well, now we're not going to get any sex on the porch. I know. So everybody's having lunch. And then Kala, Momoa, and the son, Billy, come. And they looking like twin brothers. Okay, Billy is literally the same height, same build as Momoa. He looking about 19, 20. Billy is cute. Don't be saying nothing nice about Billy. Well, that's all I'll give him. So, I hate what Billy says. The White family is in their weird Boston clothes. I'm like, <laughs> you guys couldn't pack one vacation <laughs> item? I'm like, for people who like exactly who like came to Hawaii, you didn't have a tank? You didn't have a tea? Nothing floral? I just didn't Not understand. And then Julia comes over and Emma is like cold to her. She won't even let Neil talk to her. No. The son. He's like being a friendly person. Honestly, Neil is the best person in this family. I love Neil. We had to take two planes. Really? Was it your first flight? My first and second. Of course. And when you go home, it will be your third and your fourth. Yeah. Neil? Your food's getting cold. So then we see Jamie in her room, which mm. you noted she's already ruined. Yeah, she makes a guest room a travel within an hour. Um, And... She's basically like, why were you mean to Julia? And it's like, you're mean to everyone, Jamie. So why do you care? I know. I was like, okay, this is the pot calling the kettle. Okay, why you bought I'm surprised it even like clocked for you. Exactly. But then, and again, Emma doesn't tell her. And and that's the thing about this movie. It's like, Emma's never very warm to her daughter. Or like, her daughter's an asshole, but there's there's never any sense of like, she won't talk to her like a person, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't like, she doesn't even try to communicate with her where I thought like, okay, but again, there's a scene later that makes that make sense for me. So basically Jamie and Billy, they're outside talking and I thought, okay, two little rascals. What's there to do here if you're not into water or trees? <laughs> not much. There's more going on in Honolulu. That's where I live. 
but I might be coming to stay here. Part of a tough love program. What'd you do? Got caught breaking into a house. Why'd you do that? Why not? You find out Billy broke into houses on Honolulu, which <laughs> yeah. is why he is now with his father. <laughs> and then he also just says to Jamie, he's like, So how long have your parents been divorced? They aren't. That's not good. Why? Your mom's been hanging out with my dad. Maybe. But not that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. First of all, no way Billy would know that. Thank you. It's crazy to say. And I'm like, shut up, Billy. And this is why we hate Billy. Billy just gonna show up. Nobody know you. All we know is you are into breaking and entering. And you are also gonna break and enter into this family's business. She hasn't I even, can't with him. She hasn't even cheated at this point. No. No. All they did was make out in a cave. Were you in the cave? Thank you. I'm like, what did you see? What like tipped me? Like my dad. And, and so immediately Jamie's oh, like, you must be wrong. And then Billy's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, why? Why do you notice stuff? Ugh. I so I can't stand him. Okay. And then, you know, we get another Julia and Emma moment when Julia tries to explain. Stay away from my family. Well, good morning to you too. I mean it. Stay away. I ruined my life. Letting your father and your grandfather tell me what to do. And I, I don't give that power to anyone anymore, not even you. My father isn't the one who left. You were. I was pushed out. I don't care enough to listen. Emma, you're a coward, just like I used to be. You don't know the first thing about me. It was your grandfather. I wasn't good enough for his Ivy League son. I don't care. I could leave with a settlement or with nothing. Either way, I couldn't take you. Well, I hope they made it worth your while. There's not enough money in the world that could pay me for what I gave up. Then why did you? You could have stayed. You could have seen me. Well, maybe I could have, but they said I couldn't. And, and things were different back then. They were the ones with the money and the, the lawyers and the power, not me. So you gave away the only thing you really had. Me. Like, which I do think I'm like, well, she's the mother. She should have been able to keep her kids. So then, do you think, think it was like in those days, or when she was 19? She's like, I can't well, raise and, it. And she's she like, says it. it. She's like, they had the money, they had the power, and Emma's even like, you could have fought. And she's like, I didn't. I was 19, yeah. and I didn't know. Like, right. you just have two like rich men being like, you're trash. Stay in Hawaii. Right. And she's like, okay. So then I thought that's what I had to do. Right. So we, we, yeah, we find out maybe Emma's dad not great, and maybe, but Emma like loves her daughter a lot. Yeah, she's like, don't and, say that about my father. And, and it's the like, grandpa not great either. Well, sure, that checks out. I'm surprised they weren't developers. You know, they didn't come yeah. down to Hawaii trying to develop. So after that talk. Emma goes back into town with Kala to get some paperwork and they cross paths with the developers and yes. Kala gets real mad and is oh, like fight. ready to fight. I wish she would have. I know. And then Emma, you know, keeps him from doing it and she like strokes his face in a romantic way yeah. and who pulls up in a car but Mike. Uh. He sees that moment, honey. He sees that moment. Suddenly somebody's aware of nuance. Yeah. Oh, you paying attention to somebody now? Right. Oh, good, Mike. So, of course, he talks to her and is like, What's the deal? You have something with him? No. Almost. You're gone two minutes in. There was a moment. He just made me feel alive. And free. 
like I wasn't me anymore. Well, you are you. With people depending on you. I know. I don't want to lose you. But I feel like I've already lost myself. I wake up every morning and go to a job I hate to support a life that doesn't even feel like it's mine anymore. We're all so busy going our own ways. I don't know what matters anymore. You matter. You're the woman I love. You're smart, you're funny, you're, you're beautiful, and you're strong. And a long time ago, you fell in love with me. Don't fall out of love, Emma. Please don't. I just find Mike to be all over the place, okay? He's not warm. He's like, come take care of your kids. You take care of the house. But now you're like, don't fall out of love with me. I'm like, babe, that ship has sailed. No, We've been out of love with you. And he doesn't even make like empty promises that he's going to break. Like he's not even like, I'll do more. Exactly. We'll go on a date night. I know. We'll go on a vacation that it's not me crashing because I don't know how to tell our daughter not to have sex at 15. Like it's like... Can you at least like make a vow? To, like he's just like, please don't do this to me. I know. And it's like, it's like why? Why? Like why? Why would she not? Okay. <sighs> oh my god! And so, Kihau is with the children with Jamie and Neil. Are there volcanoes here? Not active ones, at least on Kauai. Why did they become inactive? Because the gods were not angry anymore. That's not scientific. Not everything is. How come Lily had a house here and never came back? She was planning to, but wanted to stick close to Emma. My mom? Yes. You find that surprising? Oh, yeah, considering they hardly saw each other. Of course they saw each other. Not so much. Are you sure? And Kihau does not like this. No. And I was like, I get it. I'm with you, Kihau. Okay. And then we're back with Billy. Billy and Jamie <laughs> hanging out again. And if you thought Megan, Billy was done, Megan, think again. So Megan. then Billy tells Jamie, I hate this place. All I do is work. And for no pay. Money must be tight. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be if they'd sell these fields. They're worth millions. Bet you'd like your cut. <laughs> I would if I had one. She'd give you something. She's not that tight. Who? You don't know. Know what? Julia's your grandmother. She married some guy here, went back with him to Boston. Didn't work out. Except for having your mom. That's why Lily moved there. To bring her up. So Lily just gave everything up and went? They were best friends. Like sisters. It sounds weird, but it's very Hawaiian. A lot of times, the grandparents or a relative will bring up a kid. Why? Economics. To pass down the culture. A lot of reasons, but bottom line, kids here belong to the whole family. Billy! Nobody asked. Literally, no one's like, who is it? He was like, that's your grandmother. You didn't know that that's your mother's mother? I was like, 
What is Billy's purpose in life? Uh, To just show up places, drop bombs and leave? And usually delinquents, juvenile delinquents are not this messy. (laughs) This is like, this feels like more like Neil behavior to be like, oh, I'm a collector of like bones and secrets. (laughs) Billy, it's like, Billy, you should be out smoking weed, breaking into houses. Why do you care about this family drama? I know. Why are you telling people stuff? And at this point, I'm like, why didn't Jamie pack anything that's not punk rock? (laughs) I'm so upset with her wardrobe choice. She's just in like, a tight jean and a like goth cutoff. I know, and like a boot, a real boot energy. And I'm also wondering, why is Julia close to this family? This is what I'm not understanding. This is the part of this, it's never explained that basically, you know, Lily goes to live with Emma and take care of her because Julia couldn't. Yeah. But yeah, why are they besties? Why is white Lainey Kazan... Up in here in Hawaii, owning farmland, living next to these people. In like the 70s. Like, exactly. It would have been like the 70s. We need an explanation. Exactly. There's, that was not happening. Yeah. Was she, was Were her family farmers? Exactly. Did she, it's like, remember the movie The Descendants? Yes. Um, it's like there was an explanation as to why these white people were here. I just can't remember it. Yes. And I guess maybe they were like part Hawaiian. They're like, never yeah. at any point are they like, oh, well, Julia's grandmother was Hawaiian. Or like maybe Julia was like, I came here for one summer and never left. You know what I mean? Like it was like I had, I had secrets on the mainland and I decided not to. Like there was just no explanation of how she got up in here. Yeah. And so it's like, what on earth? Okay. That makes me so crazy. So then, of course, after all this information, Jamie goes to her mother. Is it true? She's your mother? Yes. And before you accuse me of withholding information, I just found out myself. When? Five minutes ago? That's my business. I don't answer to you. I'm the adult. I hate you. The happy family picture you paint. I'm not even in it. I'm always last. No, you're not. You blow me off, just like you do everyone else. Hey, I don't blow anyone off. No? How about Lily? Stop it. No, you stop it. Lying to everyone, including yourself. She's just like, why didn't you tell? It's like, don't you think she's sad? She just figured out her mom abandoned her. I know, because she said she goes, I just found out myself. And then she's like, no one tells me anything in this family. Yeah, you said You are mean. <laughs> you are rude. Why would I tell you anything? Jamie, we don't like you. It's, I would just, if I found out that my mom's mom abandoned her, I would go to her and be like, are you okay? That's really sad. I know. Maybe it explains why we don't get along. Exactly. You know, like, at least try and like be passive aggressive. Not just like, why didn't you tell me? I don't even want you here. Exactly. I came here by myself. <laughs> and then surprisingly though, that it ends with Emma being like, get out of here. No, no, wait, I'll leave. I was never very good at being a mother anyway. Maybe it's genetic. Is that what you want, Jamie? Me gone? Well, you've got it. This is why I'm a bad mother. Leave me alone. And then she runs away. And I said, honestly, I don't mind it. I didn't mind it. No. Then she goes to the cave. She's like, I'm strong enough to swim to this cave by myself. And I'm like, oh, I wish Momoa was there. I need something sexy. Oh, God. Okay. So then Jamie takes her attitude to Julia's house (laughs) to this elder and is like yelling at Julia. My grandfather. Did you love him? Very much. Did he love you? At one time, I thought he did. He never got married after you. I heard, but it wasn't something I wanted to know. Why not? I didn't want to know about anything. Not even about my mom? 
It wasn't my life anymore. But it was. It is. You know, I'm not some random person who came knocking at your door. You're connected to me. You helped make me. And Julia is not. She is no sweet and fuzzy grandma, Thank honey. Thank God. Uh, Julia was like, calm down. Yeah. Sit down. I will explain some stuff to you, but not everything. Like, he, she just, like, was not going to meet Jamie where she was. No. And, like, her shrill attitude, which it was kind of enjoyable. No, which is what Jamie needs. It's not even yeah. tough love. It's just, like, why are you at a 10? Yeah. Nothing exactly. bad has happened to you. Yeah. You're in Hawaii. Insane. Insane. Oh, I can't. W- I, I, there's definitely going to be White Lotus moments in my future where <laughs> I'm like yelling at my kid like, we're in Hawaii. <laughs> Why are you being an asshole? <laughs> so then Emma goes to Kihau to apologize for not being there for Lily. So again, I didn't even know how she knew that that information was out. I don't think she knew it was out. She just like went to do it. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't like... Oh, you know what? Jamie was like, you only care about yourself. You didn't even, like, see Lily at the end. So I bet she's like, if Jamie's saying that to me, I'm sure she's spreading that all over the island. (laughs) So then she's got to go to Kihau and be like, I'm sorry. And then Kihau doesn't miss. She's like... She was my only sister. I needed her. You did not. I loved her so much. I'm sorry. Too late. Why don't you just go away? And it is really sad because we find out Lily stayed in Boston for Emma. This woman Emma that she didn't even see at least for f- five, ten years. I know. I know. Because, like, the kids don't know her. And I'm like, that is devastating. I know. But then I guess she does say at one point, like, she did like the mainland. So right. it's like sometimes that, you know, you move a place and you're like, I like this better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like and, blizzards. And maybe she just was sort of like using Emma... Because she is like, at first it was you, but then I think she did stay. But it's just really sad because I'm like, I hope she made new friends there. I hope she, I hope Lily did have I think she did. Lily was fun. But it's also my thinking of like, does she not have any money? Like, Or could she not have gone home for a visit at any time? That's where I felt like, Emma, you and Mike just stay working all the time. You need to break Lily off some Hawaiian Airlines money. You should have gone. That would have been, like, if I had a close friend that was from anywhere that's nice at all, I'd be like, let's go. You know, I'll go anywhere. I know. Especially because you see the whole time growing up, you know, Lily is teaching Emma, you know, Hawaiian uh, cultural traditions and stuff where I'm like, you didn't want to like see what was up. It's like very, again, she is just the worst. So after that, Billy takes Jamie and Neil. You and the dinosaurs. I used to want to be a paleontologist, but I'm leaning toward astronomy now. (laughs) Does that mean you want to see some fossils or not? Yeah. What kind? Kind that are in the ground. We're going to a fossil site. You want to come? Which, you know, Neil is like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Give me them bones. And yeah, so like, I'm not horny, but Neil is horny. He's just so excited to go to Cave with Bones. But like, as they're leaving, you see like a storm's a brewing. All yeah. right? Like the clouds are darkening. You're hearing that rumble of thunder. So they're like, be careful, but hello. And then there's a giant sign that says private property, keep out. So this is obviously what the new like developer right yeah the land that they've taken over but also i'm gonna tell you this right now neil and jamie dumb i would go nowhere with billy's ass so far all you know billy come up to you and just tell you everything that you never knew about your family and then he just stops talking like that's literally (laughs) all he has to bring to the table and like i know emma's got a lot on her plate this would be a great time for mike to do some parenting (laughs) and be like we're not doing one-on-one hangs with billy billy is (laughs) 
<laughs> Billy sets fires wherever he goes. Billy is a delinquent. He is a messy bitch who lives for drama. Also, why? You brought your daughter all the way to Hawaii because she was hooking up with her boyfriend, and then you're going to leave Let her with this hot ass Hawaiian to just run wild? Like, it doesn't make any sense. They're like the exact same age, too. And Billy's like, come with me to a cave. I'm like, girl. I guess Neil's there. <laughs> Still. I was like, it's so crazy. So they get to the cave and Jamie immediately wants to leave because it's like pouring rain outside. The cave is dark and terrifying. I was like, this is why you don't go to a cave with a juvenile delinquent. But I did like Jamie being scared. Neil, can you just get your stupid fossil so we can get out of here? You know, yeah, yeah, she yeah, does yeah, have yeah. like a, I'm a tough girl. I yeah. listen to like that music. And then it's like, oh, this cave, which I would also be. But I, I didn't get a Jane Osborne nose ring when I was 15. <laughs> so they're looking around and Billy's like, I hang out here. Like I got some candles. So he like goes to climb up oh a wet God. rock. Oh my God. He of course slips, hits his head on a rock uh, on the floor. Uh, and he half conscious, honey. He's, he half conscious. he's down. <laughs> Billy's down. Down. This That's was his idea. And Billy down. Uh, okay, so then we're out of the cave. It's pouring rain, and Mike is freaking out because he doesn't know where the kids are. We're losing time here. He will be here any second. You said that five minutes ago. Mike, Mike. you don't know the mountain. My kids are out there. Just show me which way they went. I can I don't know. Damn it. And it's like, where were you? Exactly. <laughs> I know. And then everyone's looking for the kids. And again, it's, you know, pitch black. Kala shows up. So him and Mike are going to go find them. And then after that, like, Julia comes. And then Julia and Emma go. So it's like, you've yeah. got these two pairs both looking. Two pairs that have some sordid things going on, too. <laughs> exactly. like, I'm like, Mike Very and Kala are I know. Just, I was like, are they But then gonna... Kala's, like, super chill with him. He's like, let's go fishing, dude. I know. Like, Kala yeah. was like, he was like, yeah, I made out with her, look, whatever. That's he why he's the a... perfect man to cheat with. Exactly. I'm upset that she didn't get to cheat more. Because he is discreet. But he I'm is like, chill. is Mike going to confront him? Is, yeah. I know. Just, I'm like, but they oh, go, boy, these search parties. I know. But then as that's happening, you know, Jamie's, like, trying to go back, which I thought, I was like, how do you know where you going? So that's why I, I didn't think it was going to work out. But luckily, she actually does end up Jamie runs into her mom and Julia and then Mike and Kala come she leads them back to the boys yes so Neil and Billy are in the cave and it's like raining so much that water is like washing stuff away in the cave and Neil sees a human skull (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh my god Neil got way more than he bargained for but also this court case has been hinging on if they can prove that this property that the developer bought it was like a burial site you know they can prove like historical significance they can't develop on it yeah and so when I see this human skull I'm like this may be good news actually I didn't put it together I didn't put it together until it was said out loud. Like, I did not. I, he saw a skull and I thought, yay, Neil found something, <laughs> right? Because he wanted to see bones so bad. It was worthwhile. And so I just thought, okay, good for Neil. But then I didn't, like, even put it together until later. Yeah. I was like, I think that skull's good. Oh, my God. Okay. So then it's the next day. The sun is out. This is what happens with Hawaii. There's yeah. a storm and then the sun is out. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. They're at Lily's funeral service. Beautiful hula dancing. Yes. Gorgeous Hawaiian traditional singing. Emanahe, 
The family finally has floral print on. So they at least <laughs> packed for Lily's funeral. No, they went and bought stuff. Okay. They had to have bought some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know they were ready. Yeah. Because I don't know like, what they did. It's like supermarket shirts. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do sell. Like in Hawaii, you go to the supermarket and it's like, do you want to buy this entire yeah. ensemble? Yeah, which I've definitely done. And I'm like, give me that swappy hat. And then this part really upsets me. Daughter Jamie stands up. And starts hula dancing at the front with the Hawaiians. Why? <laughs> you guys, why? I, and and what's almost even more upsetting, Mike and Emma love it. No one says anything's wrong Emma, with like, this. Emma, like, gets, like, a happy tear. It was just like, what? I was like, Julia deciding that she's not an asshole is like, me. that means hijacking a funeral traditional performance? And, Listen, I mean, I, what I, does that even mean? We went to a luau on our baby moon. And I, I listen, I know it's cultural appropriation. I look at my Filipino husband. And he goes, it's OK. <laughs> <laughs> he's not allowed to give me that permission. But he's like, I'm from an island. And I say, fine. And they ah, they want you to participate. Yes, but yes, I yes. didn't go up at the front. Well, of course. Um, I just, you know, stand yeah, my little pregnant yeah. belly. And it's like, I love to dance. I'm trying to have a nice time. <laughs> so I, have I been Jamie? Not at a funeral service where I wasn't invited up. Thank you. I'm like, you. If you were at the Radisson, go ahead. But you were at the funeral of somebody you didn't even know and nobody invited you here. And when I saw it, I go, there's never a moment where white girls don't white girl. You know, we just can't even. Like, I truly, if I was Emma, I'd be like, Jamie, sit the fuck down. Exactly. What are you doing? Where are you going? And then also what is happening, Emma and Mike are like lovey-dovey. Like they kiss. It's like, for some reason, I guess, finding their kids in the cave is like, I love you again. What? Like, what? It just like make it make sense. So there is a lovely sermon given. Um, Julia is really crying because it's about like what an amazing friend Lily right, was and right. how giving Lily was. And it's like, I hope Lily was fulfilled. I know. Because it feels like she gave up a lot in service of others. Especially somebody who in the end wasn't even there to help her out, drive yeah. her to a chemo appointment. Billy, like- Billy's head is wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> Which I said, oh my God, you deserve it. Um, then the funeral's over and then Julia's like sitting there alone and speaking to Lily's ashes, thanking her for raising her daughter. My dear sweet Lily, I could never repay you for what you did for me, ever. I made some foolish choices in my life, but I know I did the right thing by choosing you to raise my little girl. You did a great job. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Emma walks up, of course, and hears this. And then they have a touching-ish moment. Listen. She was one of a kind. Listening to a confessional, that's not very polite. I understand why you let me go. But it still hurts. I want you to know I went back for you. Two years later, I hired a lawyer. I'll never forget that first glimpse of you. You were in the sandbox at the park. You had on these little yellow shorts and a matching hat. And you were laughing. And you were having the best time. And then you ran to Lily. And she scooped you up and she hugged you and she kissed you. 
I realized right then and there that I couldn't take you away from your mother. Not again. Yes, I left. I left the first time because I was weak. But I left the second time because I was strong. Thank you. For Lily. So, what now? I go back with my family my life. Can I, can I call you? I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Um, she was two years old. She would have, she would have imprinted on you. Don't worry. Do you see what I'm saying? She's like, she like, you like Lily so much. I left. No, that was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, what? That she's, what did she say? Um, I left like the first time was because I was like weak. Weak, yeah. The first time I left, I was weak, and the second time is because I was strong. You think, <laughs> you think your friend is going to be a better? Mo- I, I don't know. No, it didn't work for me. It did I think not it work. was a cop out. Yes, Sorry, I Julia. Do. I love you in my big fat Greek wedding one and two, <laughs> but I think it was a cop out, and I don't know. I mean, but then, well, come on. How does it end with them? It's like. You want to keep in touch? Yeah. It's like a KIT, make, honey. KIT in the yearbook. They're like, I'll give you my phone number. <laughs> they have no plans. So insane. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh God. So then Kala and Emma. I'm like, yes, please. Please. I know. Please have sex. <laughs> like, I'm like willing them. I'm just laying in my bed, <laughs> nine and a half months pregnant, being like, please give me something. <laughs> no, nope. The only good news. It's uh. about a bone, but not the kind I want. <laughs> the skull in the cave does mean that yep. the developer can't build. So that's a silver lining. Yes. So the flower farm gets to live on. Yeah. And then he asks Emma to stay. Don't go, Emma. I know that you have a different life away from here. But I have feelings for you that I've never had for anyone. Well, uh, did you feel that way when you invited her husband fishing? I mean, there was nothing to indicate that Kala was in his feelings when no. Mike showed up. No, they haven't even had sex, which I know I've brought up a hundred <laughs> times now. But I'm like, what? I truly, no. I thought this was a, a vacation fling for both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait, you love this bitch? I know, I'll get it. There's a couple that this kind of reminds me of on 90 Day Fiance, um, <laughs> but there was a green card at stake. It's like, uh-huh. if he doesn't need a green card. Yeah, he yeah, won, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, staying yeah. in Hawaii with his yeah. badass son. I know, it's bad uh, son being a And honestly, maybe Billy does need a mainland school. <laughs> he might. He, he might. to a school with corporal punishment. Oh my God. So <sighs> the movie ends on... The ukulele version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which well, we've actually heard twice now. Yeah. We didn't clock the book. I was kept waiting for it. I was like, when am I hearing the ukulele version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Emma says she belongs with her family. Yeah. Um, ugh. And he puts his hand on his heart. You will always be a part of me. They kiss again. And I'm like, they did kiss okay. again. I'm like, okay, well, Mike is. Can't, we just, can't you just like send Mike out for an errand? <laughs> and get, you're going back to Boston. Can yeah, you get like yeah, a. Get a little something, honey, for the road. Uh, I know. Then Julia, Emma, the whole gang, they spread Lily's ashes. And that is the motion picture. 
I was, you know, look, Momoa did his best. He was just like cool and tall and like kind of broody, but mellow. You see where it all began. You definitely get Aquaman vibes. But yeah, I wanted more temptation and I tempted. Have, I have blue balls. I know. Whatever that know. is. Um, but I'm I was thrilled to be in Hawaii. Yeah. You gotta go, Naomi. I know I'm going to. I gotta go. I want to. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's so beautiful. I see listen, I know I feel like have you guys heard about this little place called Hawaii? (laughs) You gotta like, oh my god, it's gorgeous. No, it really is. I got to film a comedy set in Hawaii. I did did you do Adam Devine's house party? No, it was in Hawaii. season three. I was on season three and we filmed in Oahu. Wow. Yeah, it was in like the first season was in like Calabasas. The second season was in New Orleans, which okay. is fun. That's where I did my half hour. So yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. fun comedy place. And then the third season was in Hawaii. <laughs> Everyone oh. was like, wait, what? <laughs> and it was the best. Ugh. Oh yeah. my God. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this journey down memory lane, 2003, Virginia Mats and Jason Momoa. But you know, we're bringing you another good, good. Oh my God, I'm nervous for this next week. Uh, <laughs> the title of the film is Baby Monitor Murders. And, I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. Producer Julie has said that it has been chosen in honor of my final episode before I have my baby. <laughs> what a send off. <laughs> what a send off. So the log line, oof, okay. When Cassie Temple returns home the summer before her senior year of college, she accepts the job as a babysitter. Okay, so she's not the mom. She thinks it's going to be a boring gig, but when she overhears what she thinks is a murder plot over the baby monitor, <gasps> this job becomes anything but. When the child's mother vanishes, she wonders if the killer might be her employer. Oh, no, the mom. <laughs> oh, Julie, why would you think this was a proper send-off? <laughs> Making Megan scared somebody got murder her. But I have heard our friends, the kids have like those little Paw Patrol radio things. Yep. And there was just like a random man's voice on it one day. That, like, oh, yes, this Oh, my happens. goodness. This oh, I believe it. I believe it happens. Oh, oh my, my God. You can watch this movie on LifetimeMovieClub.com. So go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash podcast to get a free seven-day trial if you have not done it already. All right, friends, we'll see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out another awesome Lifetime podcast, The Table is Ours. It's hosted by two fabulous black women in entertainment who sit down with some of their favorite black icons to discuss how black identity has informed, empowered, and fortified their lives and careers. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder and Aisha Jordan. Our editor and sound mixer is Jonathan Siri. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs> 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.